0: This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped, the best there is when it comes to men's below-the-waist grooming. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code CONFIDENTIAL, and you'll receive 20% off your order plus free shipping worldwide. Guys, unlock your confidence with Manscaped and always use the right tools for the job. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code CONFIDENTIAL for a 20% discount plus free shipping. Manscaped.com. Hi, this is Bill Hayes. And Susan C. Forte, from Days of Our Lives, you are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson Lone, Tony Figaro and Donna Allen welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. Very happy to welcome back our friend Jay Moriarty. Jay Moriarty spent about 30 years writing and producing sitcoms for network television, including eight years for the great Norman Lear, seven of which Jay spent, along with his writing partner Mike Milligan, writing and producing The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons, one of the longest-running shows in the entire Norman Lear canon. Jay Moriarty also wrote the famous Draft Dodger episode of All in the Family, an episode to which Norman Lear made a very important contribution. We'll talk to Jay about that in just a second. His other TV credits include such... Shows as Good Times, Maude, That's My Mama, the Royal Family, and What's Happening. Jay's memoir, Honky in the House, not only takes you behind the scenes of the Jeffersons, but gives you an inside look of of what it was like to work for Norman Lear at Tandem Productions. Jay also has a new book out that pays homage to our favorite movie and TV, Cowboys. We'll talk to him about that as well. Jay Moriarty, welcome back to our program.
1: Thank you very much, Ed. A wonderful introduction, all factual. <laughs> <laughs> For, well, yes. It's unusual. In these
0: things. We aim to be accurate and factual when when discussing our guests. Uh, so, Tony and
1: Tony and Donna have already been introduced. Is that
0: right? You been formally introduced. I, oh, I yeah, said. A lo- that, I, I don't.
1: Yeah. the First time we're seeing each
0: other. Yes. This is the first time you're seeing Tony and Donna, but Tony and Donna, right. Tony and Donna are more popular among the, among my listeners than I am. <laughs>
1: That can't be. That's why I want to be introduced.
0: When I get emails, almost always, why why don't you have Tony and Donna on more? (laughs) If I recall correctly, Jay, the Draft Dodger, the story for the Draft Dodger was one of the very, very first things you ever wrote before you entered network television. And you wrote it specifically after you watched an episode in All the Family. That's
1: true. Actually, after I, I. I went to a taping and Norman Lear did the one office. I had seen the show 1971. There was on TV and then went to a taping and I went home afterwards. I said, this is the show was great. And Norman Lear and her, I just felt this is a guy I want to work for. I went home and I wrote a, uh, a treatment of the draft dodger. thought it would be a perfect show for all in the family and an agent that I had some gal that agreed to send my stuff out. She sent it and, uh, Seemed like it was probably a month, you know. It seemed like two years when I finally got something back, and it, the, two, the words were, "She said they passed," you know. So that was that was that. I, but it was I wrote, you know, a treatment thing, and uh, and uh, so it was two years later before I was actually working up with Norman working on the Jeffersons, and uh, the the issue. In fact, that was 1976, so it was uh, quite a bit later. Anyway, uh, the issue of draft dodger came up. Um, with am- amnesty was the big issue when Jimmy Carter was running for president. He's elected, he was going to have amnesty. You know, amnesty was the kids that went off to Canada, they could be allowed to come back without being in jail, you know, or did they break the law, should they be in jail? So, and I thought, you know, this is it was at the end of the first season we were with the Jeffersons, and I, I realized by then that nobody reached treatment, so I figured Norman probably never even read that thing. And made an appointment, you know, with Norman to go pitch up an idea for All in the Family. It was the end of the season. I knew they'd need new stories for next season. Went to Norman, just two of us. I pitched it to him. He loved it. And in fact, he said to his uh, JD Joe, his assistant, he was going out. He said, Jay just gave us a reason for doing the next season," which was to me that was like <laughs> something I want to put on my uh, tombstone, you know. But yeah, Norman was great, and then uh, he loved. You know, I pitched the idea that that a friend of of Meathead's comes back at uh, Christmas time, sneaks back into the country to visit his mom who's in the hospital. He ends up at, you know, he goes by to, to see Mike civic and, and Gloria and Mike invite him for dinner. And of course, it's going to be a draft dodger at Christmas dinner with with, uh, with Archie Bunker, you know. I figure they talk about stuff like, uh, you know, you're celebrating the birth of, uh, of, of Jesus, you know. Would Jesus, if he were drafted, would he go My partner and I, Mike, we were going to, we were saying, you know, okay, that's going to be an episode we write. Well, we, I write in my book about this whole thing, you'll know, honk in the house. But anyway, when we met with Norman and where we actually wanted to sit down and break the story, uh, Mike and I and Norman, Norman right away says, uh, so Archie's friend, Pinky, I don't remember Pinky from the show, uh, Eugene Roach, I think it was an actor from yeah. So Pinky's son, who died in Vietnam, is going to come to dinner. So now you got, you know, and right away I think, well, this is a little coincidental. Then me dad's friend from Canada comes, and then Pinky's, the guy whose son died in Vietnam, is going to be there. And then of course I thought, you know, oh, this is what a great. Why didn't we think of that? You know, the great, great drama. So that that became the draft uh, dodger episode. And uh, what's interesting when it was done in 1976, I thought most people would would kind of lean towards Meadhead's uh, point of view, you know, with these guys we should let. And the response was 50-50 from the audience. I mean, we got letters that said, this is the worst show I ever saw on television. And other letters that said, this was a great episode, you know. Why don't you do more like this? So it was really, the country was split in two like that, that, you know, pretty much the way it is now, kind of, you know. It was, uh, back then it was... People under 30 and people over 30, you know. People under 30 were like, uh, don't trust anybody over 30, you know. And, uh, and it was really polarized. Uh, the interesting thing was that uh, they did it, you know, live in front of a studio audience. It took the same script, did the exact script, only cast uh, Woody Harrelson as Archie Bunker. And after you guys all saw that. Oh, it a couple of the, years ago, the
0: things that Jimmy Kimmel yeah. the, the yes. yeah, did. Yeah,
1: yeah. At, at Christmas time, they did that. So it was kind of crazy, you know. It's like forty years later, you're watching a show that we we wrote, and uh, now they're casting it. You know, which which I think Ed you mentioned, and I agree. It's really impossible to kind of recreate a classic like that. You know,
0: how was that version of this episode received? Because I will say, first of all, like so many others, it's one of my favorite episodes of all of The Family. It is one of my favorite Christmas episodes on television. That I look forward to seeing it every year. It's kind of that Christmas without it. Even even though it's Here. not a typical Christmas episode, but I'm always smiling at the end. That yes, these two people came together. I always feel for Archie at the end. Who yeah, that's, that's interesting. You
1: know, he says he has to. I have to think this over. Uh, you know, he he wanted to throw the kid out. You know. And, She's going, Archie, you know, let him stay. And he says, Well, the FBI shows up. And she says, Oh, well, we don't have enough food for them.
0: <laughs> Which is one of the funniest lines in the episode.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, see, that's that's the trick of this whole thing of all Norman Lear shows is to do these serious subjects, but to, to get laughs in them. And, you know, that's basically Norman's idea. I mean, he started this whole thing. Before that, it was, you know, television was Beverly Hills, Billies, and Greenacres, and, uh, Petticoast Junction and all that stuff. When I came out here, I didn't even, I wanted to write for Smothers Brothers are Laughing, which were two mm-hmm. shows at the time that kind of had relevant comedy and jokes. You know, they'd talk about the war, they talk about race, talk, but these other shows weren't talking about anything. But when All in the Family, when I saw that, I thought, geez, this is satire. You know, where, where can you do this on television? Could that show be done today? Well, as that's a good question. As it was in know. the 70s? hard to know what could be done and where, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram or, or in those days you had a family hour even, uh, in fact, Norman sued the, about the family hour. But anyway, yeah, I don't know if it could be done today. What do you, what do you think?
0: I think it'd be kind of tough because you're going to get, you know, what you had with the 50-50 mail when male was male. And now uh, in the day di- twi- between <laughs> you're going to get a response from Twitter. Uh, we're also dealing with cancel culture and cancel culture could happen to somebody who is woke as easily as somebody who is not PC in this point.
1: Just- yeah. I think today the thing is you've got cable. So on cable you could definitely do anything you want. So yeah. you just yeah. wouldn't be able in those days you had three networks and they were all, you know, um, you, could, you couldn't like on the, the, uh, Christmas show we're talking about all in the family. Talking, Archie had lived the word goddamn when he's talking in that scene. Really? Our five o'clock show. He say, says to me that, you know, me that said, says says Archie, Archie, well, Archie, when are you going to admit that the war that war was wrong? And he says I'm not talking about that goddamn war anymore. And and the audience, I was sitting next to Nancy O'Connor in the audience, who's you know Carol's wife, and I'm tears around that. That was a real, a real moving scene to keep the ad lib in. Norman wanted to keep the goddamn, but the point I'm getting to is the network said, I thought they'd say, like, well, you got to get rid of damn. They said, no, you got to get rid of it because of the word God. They said, we get more letters about God than anything else. You can't use God in any way that's not a sacred way, you know? So, uh, he, Carol actually flew back to meet with William Paley, who was the head of the network to try to talk him into keeping the goddamn, but they wouldn't budge on that, so we had a to do wildlife fly in, uh, Carol saying, Rotten Damn. So if you watch it today, you can see, if you're looking for it, you can see his lips saying, God damn it, and he says, Rotten Damn more and You wouldn't notice it unless you were looking for it. But, uh, yeah, so that, I mean, in those days, there were a lot of things you couldn't do, and Cable's great, because you can do, say whatever you want.
0: Jay Mariarty co-wrote, the famous Draft Dodger episode of All in the Family, along with his longtime writing partner, Mike Milligan. Jay also spent seven years writing and producing The Jeffersons, one of the longest running shows in the Norman Lear canon, while his memoir, Honky in the House, is available right now at Amazon.com. We'll carry over a conversation with Jay Moriarty, Tony Figaro, and Donna Allen when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us